The Killer Pod from Outer Space presents Watch This or Die. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Killer Pod from Outer Space. We are back with another Watch This or Die this evening. And I had the, all the boys with me tonight on the Zoom meeting. We got Brother Jeff. What's up, party people? And we got Brother Pete. Hello, amigos. And last but never least, Brother Sean. Hello, you handsome motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Well, back-to-back watchers are dying. I like it. That was, uh, that was fun last week. Angelina. Yeah, if she's listening, uh, thanks again for coming on, and appreciate you boys uh, being there and asking good questions and keeping it lively. It looks like the uh, project that she's working on that cannot be mentioned will be out in roughly a year, so hopefully we'll have her back in that time. Yeah, I talked to her a little bit about that, and she is more than willing to come join us. She was very appreciative of of us having her on to chit chat. Yeah, she she was stoked to talk about uh, Knock of the Cabin and and the new projects, which uh, will definitely be right up our alley, I think. Yeah, for sure. Not horror-related, but up our alley. Anyway, what's been going on with you boys? Oh, you know, this and that. Um, I was uh, called into a friend of uh, from college, uh, Vinny Knows. Um, He's got a food industry chef podcast called Sucio Talk, uh, which is dirty talk. It means dirty talk. Um, Sucio is Spanish for dirty. Uh, And he does, uh, he deep dives with chefs um, all around the country on different stuff. And on Mondays, he does a, uh, he calls after service. Anybody can call in. He's got a Google number set up, and he just kind of chills for an hour and and bullshits. And I decided to call in because I hadn't checked in with him in a while, and we just talked, shot the shit for a little bit, and uh, that was fun. But uh, uh, if anybody's in the industry and likes to hear that kind of stuff, uh, check out Sucio Talk on all. It's on all the platforms. And uh, I was on this most. I think it was like episode one fifteen. I think is this last one that I called in for. And, um, yeah, it was fun just to, uh, it's, uh, he's on the West coast. So I ca- I was one in the morning that I was calling in. So I, you know, had a few whiskeys <laughs> to me and, uh, you know, so I was plenty lubricated to, to talk. Yeah. That's but, cool. Um, I'm excited to hear that. Yeah. And then even people that aren't in the industry, if you're just like into the restaurant scene and like eating, uh, check out his show for his, his regular, in, uh, interviews, like Pete mentioned with, chefs around the country and the world uh, for some behind the scenes, good stories and stuff. Yeah. yeah he's, a, was... he, he's, he's a really smart dude and he, and he's got a lot of experience and different levels of the, of the industry. And he just has a lot of fun insight. I mean, just like us, you know, he's like, you know, he's a pothead likes to drink sometimes. And, you know, yeah, he's, it's crazy how life, like where life takes you. He was, in culinary school, we were all the same, obviously, and he was the dude we bought weed from, and a friend, of course. Yeah. And then he w- went on to like work at some top, top-tier restaurants on the West Coast and made quite the career for himself. Dude, I'm glad you said that, because he said something after Pete... I listened to the episode yesterday, and it was really great. People, Pete was uh, as thoughtful and you know well-spoken as he always is. But after the episode was done and Pete was off... Uh, he brings up that you guys used to buy weed from him and he went through how you guys used to do that in like the dining hall or, or wherever Pete, uh, wherever Pete was chef. Oh, in marketplace. Yeah. Yeah. Marketplace. I, yeah. I he didn't, talks. I, he, I didn't know he goes that he through, that. Yeah. He goes through how he used to do it. And he would like, <laughs> he would like leave a cup and then you would take a cup and there was like a, a trading of, of goods and and money it was pretty funny it was awesome when he got his apartment because then when he just go there and he he would you know like this was way before uh all the different strains and everything but dave would always have all these different 
kinds and he would have like tasting notes and notes on like the kind of high and me and Pete were like at a kid in a candy shop. Yeah. He was like the the proper kind of like yeah. he would smoke you up on it and like make you let you choose and you just be like uh he had a six, he had a six foot bong which i i hit and cleared and he was like i've never seen anyone clear that before <laughs> and then i was high for like five hours just like mm, zombified anyway Scusio talk check it out he's dave's the man um um other than that i've been catching up on because of our um conversation last week hold on pete don't jump the gun we gotta do some episode beers before we get into it okay jeff you have one tonight nah man i got a a, i got an episode mr good bar over here okay Mm. i was thinking of you i I got a i got a 12 pack of uh barks zero sugar i haven't had root beer in years nice item got it God, man, I gotta tell you, I really don't drink at home that much anymore. I have a shitload of beers, and I just like don't drink them. You should, ever, you should just break since, them out uh, just for the episode. Ever since Regal got rid of uh, Cherry Pepsi, I have to go with uh, Mug root beer. Mm. I, have, I couldn't even tell you last time I had garbage. Hmm. All right, well, Pete, what do you got tonight? Um. I'm sh- quite certain that I've drank this on here before, but it's a uh, half acre fog bone coconut porter. Got a bunch of like dancing, like rainbow skeletons on it. Um, 7%. Um, brewed in Chicago, Ditka. Delicious. Coconut love- porter, a little, little tropical love- for the warm weather. Yeah, I love. Um, coconut in beer like specifically dark beer it just it plays really well i'm hit or miss um the uh the best one is um uh shit um who's the they make mama this little yellow pills and uh oscar blues oscar blues makes a really good coconut stout fantastic sean what do you got I bought this, I just bought this a couple minutes ago, mostly because of the can art, but it's from Axe and Arrow out of Glassboro, New Jersey, and it's called Splatterbrain. It's a hazy IPA, which are not my favorite. I'm not really a big fan of the hazy trend, but the can art, you guys can see the video, is pretty dope. Oh, yeah. Got a Okay, I dig that. Yeah, skull with a bunch of hops exploding out of the, out of its head. Some heart eyes. Pretty cool can. Um, and I've had the only other beer I've had from Axe and Arrow was uh, I forgot what it was called, but they have a lager out that was really good. Hmm. It tastes like a standard hazy, but it's not bad. I'm fine with the hazies. Um, there's one form of hazy, which I'm actually having tonight. So I'll get into I got Mainstay Independent Brewing right here from Philadelphia. Uh, this is. Their Double Dragon New England style IPA. The New Englands, I don't always like because they tend to get on the sweeter side. Um, this one filled with dank and tropical hops. So that should work well for me. But Mainstay is good stuff. Has anyone, do they have like a, a, a tap house you can go to in the city? Not that I know of. I mean, I drink plenty of their beers, but I don't know that. Oh, wait, shit. Mainstay... Mainstay might. There's a fuck. What's it called? It says they're on uh, Delaware Avenue. Yeah, they took over what was Yards spot before Yards moved to Spring Garden. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Uh, there's a. It's not called Mainstay, but it's like a big beer hall there, uh, with a bunch of tables in the back and like a forty foot long bar with a shitload of stools. Uh, it's called Craft Hall. Yeah, they serve uh, mainstays beers. It's pretty cool. And yeah, I, surprisingly, I always... surprisingly kid friendly. There's like a big playground in the back and like uh, emulators and video games and stuff set up. Hmm. Yeah, their their beers are always. Uh, I hit them often. They're always good, and I like the nautical references. Jeff, can you remind me what the what 
is in the Mr. Good Bar? It's uh, peanuts. There's, peanuts. Pe- there's peanuts and milk chocolate. Okay. Very simple. Yeah, no nougat? No nougat. It's like a Hershey bar with chocolate in it, but the or uh, peanuts in it, but the chocolate is not as good as the Hershey bar chocolate. Hmm. Okay. You going like full size or just get a little bite size one? Well, I got full size. I got bite size. I got Mr. Good Bar of all sizes. <laughs> Are they running a special? <laughs> no, it's just what I eat like every night. It's either that or a pint of Ben and Jerry's ice cream. What's your go-to Ben and Jerry's flavor? Uh, two of them: Netflix and Chilled, and oh, good. Uh, uh, mint chocolate chance. Nice. I'm a big yeah. fan of the espresso one. I have not had that one. Espresso chunk or something. I gotta like try that. the mint chocolate chance. It's delicious. I'm a big I'm a, fan of mint chocolate chip. I me too. And I and I get ripped on all the time because my boss thinks he's like, Why would I want my ice cream to taste like toothpaste? I'm like, that's yeah, that's, like that's what Steph says. It tastes like fucking toothpaste. It's so good. And then um, sugar in my toothpaste. I don't know if you guys are on board for this, but Christmas time when they have the candy cane ice cream, the pink John. Candy cane. Sure. Candy cane. <laughs> Fully on board for that. Hmm. I'll tell you what I do. I get some mint chocolate chip ice cream in a waffle bowl, peanut butter sundae that thing up. Oh yeah. Peanut butter on mint chocolate chip? Oh yeah. That's a little weird. I don't know where you, where Wegman sources them from, but like the the mini dark chocolate peanut butter cups that they sell in like the packaged candy section with just like Wegman's label on them. Hmm. I don't think I've ever had Fantastic. Those. Yeah, I definitely. I, never I, had I didn't those. buy them on purpose. I was like, somebody bought them and I ate them. I was like, oh shit. So mini child peanut butter cups. Dark chocolate. Hmm. And they're in that candy aisle. Well, like not like the like the candy aisle that like the package like flip top containers that somebody packs. Okay. If I cut out. Um... There's a possibility that Pottstown, Pennsylvania is being bombed. There's been a siren going off for eight minutes now. I've never heard one go for that long. It's about sure. time. It's sure it's not. Maybe maybe there's a meltdown at the uh, nuclear <gasps> power plant. No, nah, they would use a different different sound for that. So they they do tests. Jeff, you've heard this test thing happen out here, right? Oh, yeah. Yep. The first time, I was horrified. I had no idea they did that on a scheduled basis. <laughs> And me and Steph were driving around, and this thing is, like, the car was shaking. And, I mean, I, I legitimately freaked out. I was like, this is it. This is it. We're all fucked. <laughs> and I'm, like, looking around. Like, we're driving, like, in moderate traffic. I was like, why is no one reacting to this? I was like, we're all doomed. Like, I, I was freaking out. And you've got to be a couple miles from Limerick, right? My, yeah, I can, see, I can see the power plant from my front yard. Hmm. I mean, if that thing goes, I mean, I won't feel anything. Oh, yeah. That's it. Nah, you're, no, you're <laughs> Yeah. Um, all right, where should we start with? Do uh, you want to do a little what we've been watching? Sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, go with it. You're jumping off. Pete, uh, Pete you had something. Let's go. Uh, so I've been watching some movies preparing for our next list. I won't get into what those movies are, but... Um, next list is Jalo, and been working on that i have been watching based on our last uh episode with angelina i've been catching up on servant and i thought i was only one season behind i was two seasons behind so i've had lots of content to watch there i'm almost done i'll probably finish it tonight the third season and uh I, it's just a really well done show it's really creepy and like i don't really know you don't really know what's going on. And I kind of like, maybe in the end, there's going to be some M night thing that like you either like or don't like, but right now I'm just like enjoying the kind of creepy aspects to it. And uh, there's like some sort of religious element involved, but you don't know if it's like, it's kind of like up in the air. It's like, is it Christian? Is it satanic? Is it, you don't know, you don't really know. Cause hmm. uh there's a little bit of both like there's a little bit like headbutting both things uh and then there's also like there's lots of uh there's like chefy stuff in there because like the husband 
in the in the of the main characters is uh is a chef so like there's food stuff that keeps me entertained too um i finished watching yellowstone 1923 that was the end of it well that was the first season wait i didn't realize that was the season finale yeah Son eight of episodes bitch. so but at least it didn't end like the last one where you're like oh i guess that's it because it definitely ends with like oh there's a lot more for them to well yeah they, they confirmed they're doing their season because yeah um uh, i forget his name the the Harrison brother ford no no the brother <laughs> um and his his uh british wife having made from it, england they haven't made right. it back yet right, right so i guess right. they'll do a time jump when the next season starts and they'll be back hopefully right the next season will probably be 1924 i mean their journey's been uh really fun to watch i yeah. I, I mean i that's that's the most interesting story well the stuff with the scottish dude um uh, you know their 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 beef with him yeah but you just know he's gonna die so it's like it's just i guess you just wonder how it's gonna happen and his boss is super menacing i i just love that show it's it and all the spinoffs, I uh, they have me completely wrapped around their finger. I see no flaws in anything they've done. I love it. Are you concerned about the whole the news that came that like apparently Kevin Costner was refusing to finish filming like his final scenes and it they're kind of like backing off on it now, right? Recently? Supposedly, supposedly they want that section of Yellowstone to be done. And that the next season is supposed to be it. I mean, I, and, I, and, I, and I don't know if he was mad about that, and that's why he doesn't. Or, well, no, or he, he does he, he's working on another project that he was pretty much saying that he cares more about, and okay. I forget what it was. And then he was having like big time, big time marital issues with his wife about how much time he was spending on set for Yellowstone and whatever this other project is. So it was like one of the other kind of deal. Um, it's either baseball or Indians. That's like pretty much <laughs> what he does. I think it might have been a documentary that he's he's making. I, I forget. Oh, I well, mean, there is like a Yellowstone like documentary show that he narrates too. I don't know if that's what. Yeah, but I mean, if it is the end of him, I mean. It'll I'll, I'll, it'll be sad. I'm sure they'll they'll write it in very well. Uh, because just, the next rumored thing was that nothing can happen to Beth. The next rumored thing that was was that, and I don't know if it's for another spinoff or for that show, was that McConaughey is attached somehow. Oh, I did see that. I did see that. So we'll see. It it's it's really brilliant uh, television. Sean, do you watch that? No, I haven't, but it's on my list of things to watch. You should. I mean, it's great. Taylor Sheridan is just like, he's just pumping it out, too, because he writes for all those shows. He wrote the Tulsa show. With, Mayor of Kingstown. Uh, Mayor of Kingstown. Yeah, like, what, this dude is just like. He's got ideas. <laughs> Damn, that's a, sh that's a shitload of content. Yeah. Guy. yeah. And they're all good. I haven't watched yeah. the new season of uh, Mayor of Kingstown. Me neither. I'm just waiting for it all to be available. Yeah, me show. too. Yeah, I want to watch that, too. I love uh, love me some Jeremy Renner. Dude, it's intense. It's, like, There's... really intense. My watch list is getting too long, I think, for the amount of shit that, you know, I'm actually able to watch. There's 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 too much content out there. So I'm, I'm way behind. Uh, I just started binging today the beginning of uh, the, Mandalor the Mandalorian for Star Wars. Oh, you it didn't is... watch that at all? No. And it's, okay. it's good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mandalorian's good. I'm like four episodes in the season one. It's really good. And then you got, um, so what, what, there's two seasons of that, right? The third season just started today. And then, well, then you, so you also have to, before you watch the third season, you have to watch Boba Fett because it's actually intertwined. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I don't know why Boba I was, I was turned off by those. Like I, I love the Obi-Wan uh season series like that was incredible but See, mandalorian and boba fett i wasn't really feeling i thought i've watched them all and i've 
I like the man. I, I didn't. I I didn't dislike it, but I I just felt like having watched all of the original movies, I just felt like the Obi Wan didn't seem to fit for me. Like the fact that like Leia was in it, I'm like that doesn't make sense. Like for her to like when because when you think about the whole like help me Obi Wan Kenobi, you're my you're our only hope. And she's like introducing herself in that in the first movie. She's like introducing herself. I'm Princess Leia Organa of. It's like, why would she need to introduce herself if they fucking met before? Now, Star Wars... Uh, yeah, that that's true. Star Wars is always fucked up with that. They they're, have a lot uh, of continuity issues. Yeah, their continuity errors are, are abundant. Uh, anyway, I, I'm not... I, I, I make it sound like I was, like, really angry about it. I wasn't, but, like, <laughs> I, I thought... I mean, I love Ewan McGregor, so I was happy to see him. Although he was kind of a pussy a little bit in that show until the end. Well, he got his ass kicked. Uh, it was, yep. it was more just showing the the pure sheer or sheer power of Darth Vader. Yeah, that was the yeah. best part. Was definitely Vader being back and seeing. Oh my god, Vader. so cool. Um, so hopefully something else comes out where we get more Vader. That'd be cool. Um, yeah, no, Mandalorian's awesome. Uh, Pedro Pascal's awesome. Uh, he's another one that's just like cleaning up, man. I mean. And, and 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 like kind of like a late late blooming career. Right? I was just gonna say I like I like when we see these actors and actresses get a, a late bloom and then you know they've been they've been doing this their whole lives, doing whatever small roles, maybe even commercials, and then something hits and they just get lit on fire fire. Like uh yeah, I mean, I think like what, Frank I Rizzo, what, like dudes like yeah. that. I mean what really sparked it for him? It must have been Game of Thrones, right? That was like yeah, but then he went a little quiet after that. It, it was more so. Well, no, it was it, it was Game of Thrones and then Narcos, like pretty much right back. Oh back. yeah, yeah, I forgot about Narcos. And yeah. then and then and then Mandalorian much, and then Last of yeah, Us. Yeah, because like, he was probably filming Mandalorian for a while before anybody like knew about it. Yeah, and then now he's in Last of Us, and he's also rumored to be in something else big coming up soon. So, I forget what it is. Good for him. Yeah, he had he had a couple of movies sprinkled in there too. He was oh, in... plus he got to be in the Nick Cage movie. Yep, yep, yeah, and that was awesome. He was in the most recent Wonder Woman, and uh, he was in that Triple Frontier movie that had Oscar Isaac and Charlie Hunnam and Ben Affleck. Okay. I don't think it's all like Oh, that was all right. Yeah, he's getting it. Hey. Yeah, he's been in a shitload of stuff. Um, Always happy to see a Pedro doing well. Always down for a Pedro. I don't know if we ever talked about it on air. Has has anyone watched the uh, the Chucky series? I have not. Neither have I. There's another like resurgence of 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 getting it of getting hype, and people love it. It, it sounds kind of cool. I watched the first, excuse me, half of the first season, and couldn't really get into it. But I guess after that, it kind of like really kicks in the gear. But it. Uh, for what it sounds like hearing other uh, podcasts talk about it, it takes into account all the previous movies, like all of them. Uh, it brings back a lot of characters and actors from previous movies and it just like wraps the whole thing together in a really cool modern way. I'll have to give it a try. I, I think it's only like half hour episodes too, so it's not much of a commitment. Did they put that on Shutter? No, it's on uh, or... Peacock, I believe. Okay, I have been seeing it on my Fire Stick. I wasn't sure which one. It was. Yeah, it's Peacock. I just got to figure out where I left off, and if I have to. Nah, hit... I... Chucky was never my favorite, so I wasn't rushing to watch it, but I probably will at some point. Yeah, I mean, I I enjoyed the movies. Like, it's nothing I go crazy for. Out of, out of like the big. The big name baddie franchises for horror, I would say Chucky's least or uh, lowest on the totem pole. Yeah. Probably because I was most afraid of him when I was younger. See, I think that's why it's like I wasn't afraid of him. Or I didn't see those early enough to be afraid of him. But this, uh, I had a friend in grade school uh, whose dad was like just a generally super cool dude. But they had the the basement, uh, you know, like the crawl space, where it's, like, it's just like a uh, rectangle piece of plywood that pops out. Yeah. 
and when he popped that out, there was just a, a very authentic Chucky doll standing there. It was terrifying. <laughs> That's fucked up. Yeah. So sleepovers there were very on edge. <laughs> it's mean. Jeff, you begin any into any uh, Blu-rays? Oh man, uh, yeah. I just watched my Texas Chainsaw Two Vinegar Syndrome release. Oh, very, very nice. Uh, How are the special features? I haven't even dug into them yet, but there's a lot, and they look really good. Yeah, they're gonna be good. Um, what else did I watch? I can't even. Oh, I don't know. I watched a bunch of stuff on Shutter though. They just. Uh, re-added a couple Joe Bob episodes that I guess they lost the rights to. Uh, so I watched Daughters of Darkness on there. And then I watched uh, Skin of a Rink, which we may have to talk about if you guys see it. That's on uh, That's on Shudder? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, and this <laughs> movie that uh, was hilariously wacky, it's called Homebodies. It's about um, these old folks, this big corporation buys up their block and they're getting evicted from their homes and uh, they start killing the people involved with that and like the construction workers stuff. It's, it's insane. Hmm. It's it's like, I, I don't know if it's supposed to be a horror comedy or just a comedy or it, but it's funny as hell. Like it's definitely intentional in some spots, which if you watch it, you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, and that's really it. Yeah, Blu-ray wise, man, I got so much. I uh, get through them, go through uh, one at a time, and hope to eventually get through all of them. Sweet. I feel uh, like I just watched a very obvious horror that I had never seen before, but was always too embarrassed to say, and I can't remember what it was. Something stupid. Uh, what the hell else? I've watched. I've been watching John Adams on HBO, which is not a horror. Paul not Giamatti. Horror. Yeah, dude, show's awesome. Uh, it really shows you that politics has been fucked up in this country since before day one. But, I'm a big Paul Giamatti fan because I'm a big fan of, um, successful, bad-looking people. <laughs> like I not to not to like make judge his appearance, but you know what I mean. He's not like easy on the eyes or anything. So nah. like you know he he had to crawl a little bit more than when some people could just walk in you know to our distance. He, yeah, he really it says a lot about his acting. He's a really good actor. He's a very good and, actor, and he's, and he's very... really good on uh, Billions. If anybody's ever watched Billions on Showtime, he's good on that. Uh, and I've been watching. Um, I don't know if you guys have watched the In Search of Darkness on Shutter those Sasquatch? no no that was like three episodes and they're all pretty long but in the first i think the third installment just came out but i've been watching the first one it's like four and a half hours but it's a deep dive yeah different films from the 80s different horror movies yeah they're they're fun i've watched the first two i keep putting the uh third one on before i go to sleep so i don't, I don't a, even know where i'm at in it it's a good uh nighttime show it's kind of, you know, hitting on a bunch of different movies from the 80s that, you know, it's yeah. fun to watch. And, I don't know, reruns of stupid shows. <laughs> Any of you guys watch Party Down? Nah. I, I haven't watched it. I, I have to wait. I'm going to wait until, like, because I'm going to have to subscribe to Stars, so I'm going to wait until it's all all available, and then I'll watch it. Uh, uh, did they put it on Hulu? Oh, did they? Oh, well, I no, think no, they you didn't. can get... Okay, no. Because I know there's an option you can get, like, Hulu with stars or something like that. Sometimes, I don't know. Yeah. Uh... I can't remember. I definitely watched something. I don't know. I can't keep track anymore. Uh, speaking of Shudder, I was wrong. Uh, the Chucky series is on Shudder. Huh. Okay, I thought so. There must be some... Deep... It's definitely on Peacock. I just I just saw it. Uh, so maybe there's one season on one and another season on the other. I have no idea. But uh, 
I also checked out on Shutter Satan Slaves Communion. Did you guys watch the the first one? No. It's a uh, Indonesian, and it's like a, a supernatural haunted house type story, but the whole neighborhood is haunted. So oh. you have your central characters in one house, and all the surrounding neighbors are going through the same thing. Lots of really haunting, creepy moments. Really, really well done. And this was a sequel that came out, I think, like three months ago. Uh, the family, I guess as a spoiler, makes it through the first one. And the father moves them into a high-rise apartment building, like, closer to the city. And it all happens again. It's like a... Yeah, you definitely, you definitely talked about this before. I mean, oh, I did? Cause, yeah, definitely... Super familiar. I'm going to talk about being excited to watch it. Whatever. It's awesome. It was very creepy. There's like a monsoon storm going on. All right. Well, if I brought it up again, that's just a double, double. I don't think, I think, I don't think you said you, I don't think you had watched it yet. So, okay. Uh, well, I I did check it out and it was, because I thought it was shortly before we did the knock at the cabin episode and we didn't have time for news for that one or what we've been watching. I also checked out The Lair on um, Shudder. Good uh, creature feature, killer monster kind of deal. Nothing mind-blowing or anything, but well worth a watch if you like a, a creature feature monster movie. Um, I'll tell you what I'm excited for now that I've seen the trailer on the big screen is Evil Dead Rise. Yeah. I want to see that in theaters too. So that'll definitely be a watch this or die. Hopefully, movie. Maybe we can try to see that, it together. Yeah, maybe another yeah. movie that I'd like to see. I mean, probably won't be a watch this or die just because it's a popcorn flick. But fucking, I know I texted you guys this. I think from the movie theater, um, John Wick. I'll watch it. I'll watch John Wick forever. Yep. That they. I mean, and and they. I feel like they're even emphasizing like him doing bad acting Keanu you know like in the in the preview he's like he's just like well I'll have to try <laughs> you know like it's just like or it's not even that's even more words like everything he says is like one word it's like a spot at the table <laughs> yeah they but don't just love it they don't it's, ask it's him just, to do much like just no well I feel like that's like part of it that's like what that's kind of like what makes it good yeah um but the act like, like Gabriel uh What's his name? Gabriel Byrne? Or no, that's the other actor. Um, anyway, the guy who's like the hotel guy. Let him do the Shakespearean shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were supposed to do a, a series about that hotel, which probably could have been pretty cool if it was done right, but then I haven't heard a word about it in years. They're they're doing a spinoff with um that actress who was in the blonde movie about Marilyn Monroe. Um, she's a Hispanic actress. Uh, shit. I forget her name. So. Uh, you know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah. She, so was the, doing... she was the sniper in John Wick. Yeah, so they're doing a spinoff with her because she was like the ballerina. Something about her being a ballerina and like her own spinoff movie. Yeah. So um, that should be good. Did anyone, uh, especially now that it's streaming on, also on Peacock, did anyone catch uh, Megan yet? I watched it in the theater. I really enjoyed um, it. Like, more than yeah. I expected. Um, yeah. I thought, I mean, it was, I a, it was I, a fun ride. The kills were very good. Yeah. And it was definitely good and creepy. Um, I thought, like, the little girl was, like, well cast as, like, the like obsessed with the toy kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good tension, main... good creepiness. Um, yeah. Got out of it more than I expected. I mean, they, they announced like, like within a week after being released that there's a sequel already like in the making. Yeah. So. See a sequel. I don't know if I would care for. Yeah. Like just leave it alone. It was, it was a good story. Uh, it had the, you know, the ending that, Left it a little bit open-ended. Just leave it at that. But Sean and Jeff, you should 
check it out. Even you, Jeff, but not like in your modern movies. I think you would get a kick out of it. It's entertain- actually think, entertaining. I think it looks pretty good, uh, which was not my original thought, but I, I just don't think I was getting the trailer. The trail, yeah, the trailer uh, didn't do a good job, at least for for me, for like for what it ended up being. It, it painted it as a whole different picture that I wasn't in, yeah, I wasn't interested in. No, I, I am more interested as, as time has gone on, and I'm yeah. sure I'll enjoy it once I kind of I don't know, get over my original perception of what the movie was. I'll tell you what it did. Um, one thing it did is it made the 2000, uh, was it 19 reboot of Child's Play, it made it like it does not need to exist. It did, <laughs> it did the whole AI thing so much better. Oh, so I never saw that. They they tried to make it AI. Yeah, it was stupid. Like, I mean, it, it could have been cool. Like, the, the concept was cool with the whole AI being in a children's toy. But you can't slap Child's Play's name on that. Like, that's not... And Chucky looks stupid. It was... I didn't like it at all. And this was the same, the same concept, much more effective. And without having to put Chucky's name on it. Yeah, I mean, I basically looked at this the movie and was like, it's a, it's like Terminator meets Chucky. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, definitely. And as long as long as it's self aware of that, then I think it can work. Oh yeah, it doesn't take itself serious at all. Yeah, that's what I don't think I was getting. There was at least a few, like laugh out loud moments for me. Um, I might have been the only person laughing in the theater, but. <laughs> But speaking I, I, of, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Good segue. I was gonna, I was, I was gonna transition, but I didn't want. If we're not ready Ooh, to do it, no, let's do it. it. This is the time. This is the I was place. gonna say. Speaking of uh, being the only one laughing in the theater, this movie that we're talking about tonight, I about five minutes before the preview start, watched three seventy-five plus people with canes. Walk in really? to the theater and sit behind me, and I'm like, they are not in the right theater. <laughs> and they didn't move. They didn't, um, you know, during the previews, I think that there was a few things that there was like the Gardens of the Guardians of the Galaxy preview, and like the one old man was like, that's silly. <laughs> and then, like, <laughs> and then there was a, uh, and then it was the, uh, the then they had the uh, Evil Dead review, and they're just like, wow, what a great Easter movie that'll be. And they're like, oh, just God. like, you know, all, all like crotchety. And I'm like, do they know what they like? It, <laughs> it made me sad that they that there's no longer a, a person at a kiosk that you have to go up to. Because imagine being that like a 17 year old kid selling tickets. And you have like this old woman like, I'll take three tickets for cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> um, cocaine bear, by the way, when I found out that there was a movie in production called cocaine bear i was like oh no is this is this a documentary about my junior year of high school or college (laughs) (laughs) not high school um but yeah no uh yeah so we're talking about cocaine bear yeah so my theater experience was a little bit different uh i saw it in the city um so there was a decent amount of jeering and laughing and yelling at the movie screen which is always fun but I sat next to uh, a guy and his wife and his three young kids that were all between the ages of like four and twelve. <laughs> and I'm just like I, I one, I was mad, and I was like, "Why would you bring your young kids to an R-rated movie called fucking Cocaine Bear?" But they were the kids were really good during it. But like they would say shit, like the bear would, like I think the first time the bear got into the cocaine, the kid was like, "That bear just did cocaine." I was like, what? How do you know Dude, what that is? <laughs> how do you know what that is? You're like eight. Watching oh, Narcos. Jesus. Jesus Christ. But it was funny. It was a funny uh they had me giggling during the movie. Yeah, the uh, well Jeff, how about your theater, theater experience? Because you went to the uh the early premiere at the Colonial in Phoenixville. Yeah, I did. I saw it with uh I don't know, literally maybe seven, eight other people um in the whole theater oh really i did not get the trailers though 
So I'm bummed. I got to search the uh, Evil Dead trailer. I didn't even know it came out. Um, but it was cool because they did like a whole history of Cocaine Bear because you know it's based on a true event or something. But the uh, the event itself is actually pretty funny. The uh, it's similar to the, the beginning of the movie, except the guy actually his parachute just didn't deploy. But uh, they find him dead in the driveway, just like the movie. But uh, the bear actually just died immediately from all the cocaine it ingested. Yeah, it was like um, two hours, right? Like It went on a yeah. bit of a rampage, like attacked some people, but it died in like two hours. Yeah, And then there was this whole story about the actual taxidermied bear and how it, like, some guy owned it, then it ended up in China. And then now it's like in the Missouri uh, Game and Wildlife Office or something. I don't know. It was a whole thing. It was a whole little uh, pre-show presentation, which was cool. Hmm. Yeah, I uh, also saw it at the Colonial on Sunday night. And it was pretty cool. There was like a group of like 12 of us. So that made it fun. And then the theater itself, it was the the white rabbit theater in the colonial. So slightly smaller, but it was a packed house. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And, uh, it was really fun to see with the crowd, like a lot of engagement, a lot of laughs. It was, it was cool. But the movie itself, I, um, I went in pretty blind. I, I knew the, the plot didn't see a trailer. I knew that, uh, it was Ray Liotta's last on screen performance rest in peace but uh didn't know much about it like, I, I didn't know that it was done by universal i didn't know it was gonna be that glossy and uh a decent budget and a decent cast of actors and actresses i thought it was gonna be like a b movie i had no idea it was gonna be what it was i feel like that they were just like there's a bunch of people that are like you wanna because like okay you got ice cube son like he's he's not like drawing a huge like paycheck but like he's known now you know yeah you got um you got the dude who was han solo in the prequel um ray liotta uh a character actress margot martindale carrie uh, carrie russell carrie russell surprised about um, that yeah um i actually thought that the the two kids did a really good job like they were funny um and you know for being just i mean i have no idea i'm assuming it's like their first movie or second movie never seen i don't they didn't look familiar to me no um i love the uh the cop was hilarious uh the dude from the wire the the corrupt mayor from the wire mm -hmm. she <laughs> he's so funny he does he does the same <laughs> thing in in uh 20, 25th hour she yeah yeah and then it's just something about his voice, like the way, the way, like when he's like looking down, trying to get down the gazebo, he's just like, uh, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's typecasted into his voice. Yeah. <laughs> and Jesse, uh, the dude from modern family, Jesse, Tyler oh, yeah. Ferguson, I did not know he was in this movie. Yeah. That made me laugh. That was funny. The, uh, the fight with the, the kids and yeah i mean i mean i don't think we need to get into a whole synopsis with this movie right it's just like yeah a, a bear a bear eats <laughs> a bunch of cocaine and goes on a rampage there's cubs I, involved I, I, the one thing that i'm curious about is like would eating it do that i think so i mean i've never really eaten it but i would i think it would just take a take longer to yeah, it would just. I mean, it would have it would have some kind of effect on you. Yeah, like, there would there would be some sort of effect. Yeah. Beyond the uh, <laughs> obvious nummies. Num nums. Uh, I didn't. I, well, I was gonna say I didn't think the movie needed all the kind of side plots that it had going on. Yeah, you but just it, you just took the words right out of my mouth. There was too much going on. It should have been a lot less story. <laughs> but it, maybe it did because otherwise you just have a bear mauling people for an hour and a half but that's kind of what i was looking for that's all i want yeah that's what you want an animal attack movie 
I have to uh, say, for what for the one thing that was like, okay, so either they're a lot closer together than I think they are, or this bear is really fast. <laughs> he go, he, he's like everywhere, you know. Yeah, you, you had to suspend bears? suspend some yeah. belief there. You think? <laughs> just, just a little. <laughs> the uh, oh, the, yeah, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> I mean, it runs down the ones. One of the great scenes of the movie was the ambulance scene. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say that was my favorite part. And it, I mean, it fucking runs down an ambulance going probably <laughs> sixty down a road. I don't. Maybe a bear could do that if it's on. Kept, if it's like, on cocaine, is hauling <laughs> ass. Like Twenty pounds of cocaine. I don't know. <laughs> that scene was amazing. Uh, the various ways in which the bears ingest cocaine. Yeah, you got the cloud of it and. Again, yeah, the little ba- baby bears covered in it. Yeah, yeah. Looking like polar bears. <laughs> uh, they definitely I... would have died right away. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I felt like the gore went back and forth. Like, with the ambulance scene, you had the whole meat crown. With the, uh, what's it, Margot Martindale falling out of the back. On yeah. The yeah. But then, like, there was a, the, there was a lot of, like, hard cuts, too when things seemed like they were going to get gory. I don't know if you guys noticed that or... No, I didn't. I was just thinking the guy in the tree went way further than I thought it was going to go, that's for sure. Yeah, that was was a cool scene. That was a good scene. (laughs) I like how the kid said, he's like, he's like, you know, that's something I'd really like to not remember when I get older, (laughs) but I feel like it's going to stick with me for the rest of my life. (laughs) Yeah. I think the the one that I'm thinking of was the hiker towards the end of the movie where they just kind of cut to him being dead. Oh, yeah. And they don't really show what happened to him. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how many uh, budget restrictions they had. They definitely spent a good chunk of their budget on marketing. I mean, when this thing was coming out, they they had it out there. Yeah. But I think it did well financially, right? I think people are seeing it. Yeah, I mean, I would, I imagine it's doing decently. I mean, it's it's so ridiculous. Like, how could you not want to go see it? Um, I do remember what I was thinking of earlier. Now, my my letterbox review uh, was not quite as good as Grizzly, but not as bad as Grizzly Two. <laughs> Accurate. Uh, yeah, this this movie. Had a budget of thirty-five million, damn, and has globally generated three hundred and sixty-four million. God damn! There All right, go. yeah, they're cleaning there up. So it's cleaning, it's up. cleaning up. Good for them. That's just a and quick I, Google search. I think so. that thirty-five mil was spent on casting and marketing. Yeah, not uh, CGI because the bear is the bear was not great. I didn't think it was. It was a <laughs> <laughs> wasn't sure that wasn't bart the bear i uh i was so confused why uh the 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 whole ray Liotta and his son thing was going on did i miss something there that whole side plot yeah like why the son doesn't want to be involved anymore because his wife died of cancer right that was Okay. So he so he was sad and he didn't want to be in the business anymore. And okay. his dad was just shaming him into it. That's all it was. <laughs> all right. Yeah, there was no more depth to it than that. Real yeah, thing. I mean there really wasn't Real there wasn't a whole lot of depth to that in general. Uh, no. Like you don't you don't even need a story. You can cover the office, say, What are we doing today? Cocaine bear. All right, cool. Got a cast and a crew, we'll figure it out. It was kind what's of sad to pl- see what's uh, the plot. Uh <laughs> Self-explanatory. Yeah. Ray Liotta didn't look good. Didn't even really sound like himself either. I No, I, I thought he looked kind of old. I was kind of... My thought was, when did he die? That had to be at least a year ago, right? It was basically uh, right after filming this. Oh, so it was it was that quick. Okay. Yeah. So I was well, going to say, like, how, how long was this sitting around? I don't know. I, see, I thought that he was, because he was in like 
the Caribbean somewhere, and I thought that he was filming something or about to film something. He must have been about, or they didn't film enough, because right off the jump, they were saying that this is his last time on screen. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, as far as being a fun watch, and certainly, like, for a group watch, I I, I give this a, a watch on a die. Oh, it, it had some, some funny quotes. Uh, so I, I was laughing during this Yeah, there was good, good laughs. Was the, I mean, it, it was a, it's a watch for me, too, for sure. Yeah, well, there's, there's yeah. no way it couldn't be. Yeah, it's, it's, it's funny as hell. Uh, it darkly, at some points. Yeah. Uh, you know, and that's, that's crazy, too. The director was Elizabeth Banks. Yeah, that's the other part. But uh, I, I didn't realize until, like, we were having dinner before the movie. I was like, oh, I didn't know she did it. Yeah. But so, she doesn't like, have, like, a great track record for... No. But she's uh, just, she's, uh, she's been in enough, around enough people that are super funny, uh, that you would think she could make a good, funny movie. Now, I don't know what that Charlie's Angels movie was. Was that supposed to be funny or not? I've never seen it, but apparently it I got think, ripped apart. Yeah. I mean, it was supposed to be funny, but I don't think it was successful. No, I think yeah. it fell flat. Well, guess what? They're all not going to be zingers, okay? Now you got this one, and she's, uh, what? quadrupled the budget or whatever the hell you said it was yeah, yeah it's crazy Come on. Uh, 30 million the, to 300 million and the yeah. writer the writer of this was the same dude who wrote the babysitter and uh whatever the sequel the babysitter killer queen babysitter I watch that, which the babysitter yeah. was was pretty decent yeah i liked it a lot i didn't see the second one yet i'm surprised i forgot it was a, even a thing i saw it and i have no recollection to be honest mm that good huh no i just i think i was probably drunk yeah it's probably one of those movies i threw on at like one in the morning it's all good i threw on a documentary the other night at the uh, about found films and didn't realize i'd already watched it till like three quarters of the way through <laughs> <laughs> it happens it happens too often actually <laughs> like oh yeah oh is this this is how this ends isn't it okay yeah, yeah i remember like, ah shit yeah <laughs> but Hey, what are you gonna do? Yeah, I mean, it, I, it's funny. Like after we decided to do it as a watch to die, and then I saw it. I was like, "There's not a lot of meat on the bone here, but it's goddamn fun to watch." Yeah, yeah. I mean, what kind of expectations are you going into this for? You want to no, be en- you want to be entertained, and yeah, that's what it gives you, and 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 gives yeah. you some laughs. Yeah. I do feel like the art of the beep. Well, I this movie has made a fuck ton of money on a somewhat limited budget, so props to them. But I feel like the art of the B movie, what they used to do, is like a little bit lost these days. Oh, it's completely lost because, I mean, look, I can go on a whole like two-hour history lesson for you if you wanted, but essentially, there is no more. Uh, well, there wasn't. They're starting to come back around now with the ease you can make a movie, but there was no low budget regional filmmaking for 30 some years and every b movie that was coming out in the last 10 years was like intentionally a b movie and it made it just sometimes unwatchable yeah it's you know? it's too polished it's a little too yeah the 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 b movie with a with a good b movie it's usually about charm either yeah. the writings the writing's pretty good, or there's one particular character. There's always something, you know, well, the, the setting. Jeff, like you said, it's kind of making a resurgence now. But I wonder if Shaun of the Dead, or not Shaun of the Dead, um, One Cut of the Dead kicked that off. Because that, that checked all the boxes for a modern yeah. B-movie. Yeah, One Cut of the yeah. Dead is a good is a B-movie, I would say. Yeah, like, I mean, I know a guy, uh, Bruce Longo, he did shot on video he did blood sick psychosis he had a blu-ray release a vhs release and a dvd release and he just put out the trailer for his new one it's called a corpse on christmas um shot on video again so it's like uh these ancient quote unquote uh ways of making a movie or yeah they're coming back and like damn you can make a freaking feature film with an iphone like well and like we talked about um well, uh, Jeff, you missed the last episode. So, Knock at the Cabin 
That was shot on 35 mil. Yeah, I know that. He did that with his last one, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just, uh, just to get that look that he was he wanted. Yeah. Yeah, and that look won't... I don't think it transferred on uh, where I, I watched it. I think in one of the bigger, newer theaters, you'd probably be like a little more uh, in tune to it. I mean, it's still glossy like yeah well you know what's funny too and i just thought of this right now it's like most of the movies i go see are just old movies on 35 like well yeah way more than i see a new movie it it wasn't available for us in our youth like now that we can we have access to that it's awesome to be able to see those that's why we love Uh, them that's why we love them the mahoning why we love the, the colonial yeah yeah, I got to see Chud in 35 a week or two ago. I don't even but, uh, love it. We could talk about that shit all day. Ballistic humanoid underground dwellers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I think Daniel Stern actually rewrote most of the movie. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. Are you you he actually got a... he there was a script and then he rewrote the script like halfway through the movie or something like that. How the hell did he have time for that when he's getting ready to make Home Alone? I don't know. I don't know. Um, you actually got to meet uh the cocaine bear, didn't you, Jeff? I saw a picture. Oh uh, yeah, there was the cocaine bear. Uh, I think it was his third cousin <laughs> hanging out in the uh in the lobby yeah, it was the it was pretty free, funny free, like, ba- free base bear yeah <laughs> well there's meth alligator coming out oh like, god so, yeah uh, yeah uh but yeah they just had like a guy in like this really terrible bear suit and they clearly like threw baby powder all over him. <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun we were just like it was like it was nobody was obviously serious about it and it was almost like i said there's like a handful of people there so they're like guilting people into taking their picture with them. Do you think this movie does uh, for bears in the woods what Jaws did for sharks in the ocean? Oh, there's no <laughs> doubt. You're gonna you're gonna be hearing about uh, bears going by the the hundreds of thousands in the next couple months. Yeah. I guarantee it. I'm scared to give the Poconos. I mean, uh, <laughs> if. If that were to happen because of the cocaine bear, I mean, I mean, look, the world's pretty goddamn crazy. <laughs> and they dr- they drugged a black bear, which they're pretty docile. Imagine they get a grizzly or something in there. Ugh. What about fucked. a polar bear? A polar bear Ugh. really fuck you up. That's the sequel right there. Just cocaine polar bear jumping from ice caps to ice caps kills oh, all the- kills all five people in the Antarctic in yeah. the span of an hour. Well, no, that's the gist. Like, I got your plot. It's like polar bear does cocaine, swims to the nearest, you know, habitated uh, country, continent, whatever, and there's your movie. <laughs> no, it would be good though, because if you get like a good like Inuit hunter, as like a, as like as like the care as like the, you know, it could be good. Or you go what like, about you go the Jaws three route. They're flying the polar bear to like the San Diego Zoo or something. And on board is a bunch of cocaine, and it eats it. And then as soon as it gets to the zoo, it just goes ham on guests, yeah. employees. <laughs> what, if like it's, what if it's Nanook of the North Part 2, in parentheses, <laughs> cocaine polar bear? <laughs> yeah, I these, think are, get a, these are all good like ideas, a... and we should be selling them. Yeah, I don't know why we're giving away for free. What the hell's wrong with us? And so, Pete, it's a watch for you, too? Yeah. I mean, why not? I mean, I don't know how many more times I'll ever watch this movie, but I'm glad I saw it. It'll probably be something I show somebody. It'll be a you haven't seen Cocaine Bear. It'll be one of those. Yeah, let's watch it. Yeah, like another or or another like uh, public viewing, like I can see the Mahoning doing this as part of a weekend or, or a television Tuesday, something like that. I'm sure I could watch this another handful of times and still laugh at 
different shit. Oh, yeah. there, there was a lot of laugh out loud funny stuff. Well, the maulings are hilarious. It's, you know. <laughs> Did the one exchange, I think it was with Ray Liotta and maybe the son. And the son's like, you left a dog in the car? Yeah, but you left your son in You're, Ohio. You left my son in St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I nominate Lou Diamond Phillips as the Eskimo hunter, by the way. <laughs> LDP. Um, even though he's actually Filipino, he tends to do a lot of Native American work. So, Also, Richie Valens. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anybody have any closing remarks? I don't think so. All right. I have no more insight on the cocaine bear. <laughs> well, we all give it a watch. Uh, so check it out. Try to see it with a group. Try to see it in theaters. I wouldn't recommend watching it by yourself unless you're a weirdo. But if you're into that, <laughs> do it up. Hopefully. Well, I watched it by myself in the theater. Yeah, but you're in a theater. Okay. Different. Um, I would. I would hope. I hope that we see a bigger surge of people getting cocaine bear tattoos than of all the terrifier tattoos that i'm seeing on the internet <laughs> oh, people are getting terrified what well, art, art the clown tattoos yeah people love yeah. art the clown i don't i don't see the appeal yeah, i mean i like it but i'm fucking not, terrible i'm not getting a tattoo i would rather rewatch the first one than the second one no pete come on the second one was leaps and bounds better than the first I don't know. The, the last half Pete. hour was unwatchable. I'm with Pete on this one. I think I'd rather watch the first one again. Really? Didn't we do? Didn't we do a whole episode on? Yes, this? we did. We, we did. did. We don't need to. Yeah. We don't need to get back. <laughs> All right. Jeff, sign us off before we get into a tangent. All right. Well, until next time, we are the Killer Pod crew. Love, peace, and chicken grease. We are out of here. And we're out. <laughs>